November 17th. And now as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, we begin reading in a brand new book today. We're done with the book of Hebrews and we begin the book of James. And our reading today will be in James chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. Now the man who wrote this letter was the half-brother of our Lord and the leader of the church in Jerusalem. He was a devout Jew and wrote to Jewish believers scattered throughout the Roman world. They were troubled by trials and testings, as well as by problems in their assemblies. And James wrote to help them mature in their faith. The epistle of James is a practical book that discusses living the faith. It contains echoes of the Sermon on the Mount and the book of Proverbs, both of which are very practical. If we truly practice our faith, it will be seen in how we face trials, in the way we treat people, in what we say, in how we deal with sin in our lives, and it'll be seen in our prayer life. When you trust God, trials work for you and not against you. But be sure your heart is wholly yielded to Him. If your heart and mind are divided, trials will tear you apart. We'll read about the goodness of God. When you realize how good God is to you, you will have no interest in the temptations the enemy puts before you. When you're tempted, count your blessings, and you will soon have strength to say no. We'll read about the Word of God. It is a mirror that helps us examine ourselves and cleanse our lives. We must do the Word of God, not just read it, not just read it or study it. The blessing is in the doing. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. November 17th, James chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. This letter is from James, a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is written to Jewish Christians scattered among the nations. Greetings, dear brothers and sisters, wherever trouble comes your way. Let it be an opportunity for joy. For when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be strong in character and ready for anything. If you need wisdom, if you want to know what God wants you to do, ask Him, and He will gladly tell you. He will not resent your asking. But when you ask Him, be sure that you really expect Him to answer. For a doubtful mind is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. People like that should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. They can't make up their minds. They waver back and forth in everything they do. Christians who are poor should be glad for God has honored them. And those who are rich should be glad, for God has humbled them. They will fade away like a flower in the field. The hot sun rises and dries up the grass. The flower withers, and its beauty fades away. So also wealthy people will fade away with all of their achievements. God blesses the people who patiently endure testing. Afterward, 
they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love Him. And remember, no one who wants to do wrong should ever say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and He never tempts anyone else either. Temptation comes from the lure of our own evil desires. These evil desires lead to evil actions, and evil actions lead to death. So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect comes to us from God above, who created all heaven's lights. Unlike them, He never changes or casts shifting shadows. In His goodness, He chose to make us His own children by giving us His true word, and we, out of all creation, became His choice possession. Uh, this is Kyle in phase two, just saying hi to all my brothers. Um, all my brothers on the farm, just, you know, glad you came in today. Um, just keep it up. You know, it's not going to be easy always, but it's well worth it. And just persevere, put all your trust in God. You know, He's, He, you can do anything through Christ Jesus. You know, He strengthens you. Just keep it up. Don't give up. Keep your eyes focused on the prize. Can't wait to see you on the counter this weekend. Love you all. This is Whit Catfish Hunter. I'm throwing a shout out to Phase One Brothers. I'm facing up to two today. Let your people know that everything is fine and dandy. Go ahead and be strong in the Lord. Keep your head up no matter how hard it might get. Always remember that you got strength already inside of you. Even when times seem kind of bad, just continue just to forge on ahead. Don't look back. Continue just to just know that God is with you each and every day. Yep, that's it. Hey guys, it's Kelly Hively. I'm facing up from phase one to phase two today. Just wanted to give a shout out to the phase one guys. Um, just never give up on God. And just when times get tough, guys, just... Um, just stay the course. I want you guys to pour into the new guys that are coming in today. I love you guys. I'll see you at an encounter. Hey guys, it's Leif Accord. I'm uh, phasing up from phase one to phase two. Uh, really exciting. Really excited about what the refuge has offered me and give me an ability to grow in Christ. Just want to remind you guys to love God first and Remember to love your love your brothers as you love yourself, so we can all grow together in Christ. Love you guys. I've had church members say, "How can we get the world to like us better?" And the answer is, "Be worldly." That's the only way they're going to like you. Jesus said, "The world hated me, and it will hate you." That means if you're like Jesus, the world will hate you, period. And if it doesn't, it's because you're not like him. You have two choices. You can either please God the Father or you can please the world. But you cannot please both because they're opposite ends of the pole and they do not mix. You will either offend God or offend the world. Make up your mind you can't be both. 
What's the point I'm making here? The point is you can never exhaust God's resources. You can never exhaust God's resources because he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. You can see his mighty power, but when he gets through, he's not exhausted. He has much more strength ready to give you from day unto day. He can defeat any giant that's before you. He can produce trees in the desert. He can produce manna that will fall from the sky. He can send cloven tongues of fire in the upper room. He can walk on the water in the Sea of Galilee and salvation you the thing that you think is about to destroy you he can use it for a sidewalk to save you when you grow weary he can make you to run like Elijah 40 miles before the chariot when you grow faint he can give you strength he can send you power that you can't begin to touch you cannot exhaust God's power give him praise in the house of God he can walk into the tomb of Lazarus and say Lazarus come forth why does he call Lazarus by name? Because if he didn't call him by name, he has so much strength, every dead man on planet Earth would have gotten up. That's why our God is an awesome God. He is full of grace and truth. He is of the almighty El Shaddai, the conqueror of death, hell, and the grave. He's the conqueror of sickness and death. He's the conqueror of powers and principalities. He's the conqueror from Calvary. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the Lord of glory. And he's coming soon with power and great glory. Give him praise in the house of God. This is about the eternal souls of men and women. This is about your sons and your daughters. This is about the future of this nation. It's time for those who name the name of God to suit up and show up. This is a fight to the finish, and I intend to win it with the help of Almighty God. Psalm 116, verses 1 through 19. From danger to deliverance. We'll read about that in this psalm. The psalmist almost died, possibly because people lied to him. But when he cried out to the Lord, the Lord saved him. The death of a believer is precious to the Lord. He will not permit it to be merely an accident. This does not mean that God enjoys the death of one of his own. Rather, it means that he values his own so much that he makes death an appointment. It is a part of his loving plan. Notice these assertions as we read today. I will walk, he says. I will offer the sacrifice of thanksgiving. I will pay my vows. And another one, I will call upon him as long as I live. Psalm 116, verses 1 through 19. I love the Lord because he hears and answers my prayers. Because he bends down and listens. I will pray as long as I have breath. Death had its hands around my throat. The terrors of the grave overtook me. I saw only trouble and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Please, Lord, save me. How kind the Lord is. How good he is. So merciful, this God of ours. The Lord protects those of childlike faith. I was facing death. And then he saved me. Now I can rest again. For the Lord has been so good to me. He has saved me from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. And so I walk in the Lord's presence as I live here on earth. I believe in you, so I prayed, 
I am deeply troubled, Lord. In my anxiety, I cried out to you, These people are all liars. What can I offer the Lord for all He has done for me? I will lift up a cup symbolizing His salvation. I will praise the Lord's name for saving me. I will keep my promises to the Lord in the presence of all His people. The Lord's loved ones are precious to Him. It grieves Him when they die. O Lord, I am Your servant. Yes, I am Your servant, the son of Your handmaid, and You have freed me from my bonds. I will offer You a sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. I will keep my promises to the Lord in the presence of all His people, in the house of the Lord, in the heart of Jerusalem. Praise the Lord! Proverbs 27, verses 23-27 through 27. Know the state of your flocks, and put your heart into caring for your herds. For riches don't last forever, and the crown might not be secure for the next generation. After the hay is harvested, the new crop appears, and the mountain grasses are gathered in. Your sheep will provide wool for clothing, and your goats will be sold for the price of a field. And you will have enough goat's milk for you, your family, and your servants.'"